0: Hello there, and welcome to episode 70 of the Marketing SOS Show. I'm your host, Eric e, And here on the show, it's all about getting your marketing questions answered. No matter how big they are, no matter how small, you get to use my years of experience doing marketing, and I'll answer in whatever way I can, and hopefully help you out with your problem. So if you have a question, just like today's listener, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'll do my very best to get back to you and potentially feature your question here on the show, and hopefully help solve it. Now, on today's episode, I have a question from Tom, who's trying to market a security product. And he has some questions about what channel is the best to use to get in front of his ideal audience. So he's wondering, you know, social media, uh, pay-per-click, what's the best strategy? And unfortunately, in today's show, I throw a cold bucket of water on Tom's strategy here. Now, normally, there's always something I can tweak here, but I think Tom needs to go back to the drawing board completely. So let's hear from Tom's question just after this. So Tom writes, Hi, Eric. I'm looking for inspiration. I'm marketing a two-part product that significantly increases online privacy and security. There's a hardware component and a software subscription. It's well suited to teams and individuals. Current price point is around $130 US, although currently targeting Australia in AUD exclusively. I've been running experiments with PPC, pay-per-click, Google Ads for a while to test messaging, and while it works, it's expensive. So I'm looking for alternatives. Building a brand and awareness on social media is the standard advice that I hear. I've had people tell me to try Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and the like. I just don't see this working for a product like this. Giving these services promote the opposite of privacy. What do you think? So, Tom, uh, to address your last question on whether you should use these services like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram uh, to promote a privacy product, even though they themselves are not uh, very respectful of privacy and do a lot of uh, data mining, building profiles on you and serving you ads, things like that you got to meet your users, users where they are, regardless of your ethical decisions not to use it, potentially. Your customers that you're looking at are probably using these platforms anyways, so you need to get in front of them no matter where they are. Now, maybe you do it in a tongue-in-cheek way that, hey, we're both on here, and we both know these aren't secure or private, but it is what it is. Now, that being said, Tom, I think for anything privacy and security-related, it's going to be a tough uphill battle for you. I don't feel pay-per-click or social media will be very effective for you. Now, they may grab interest from people. Like you said, that messaging kind of worked and people were responding to it, but I ultimately don't think they're going to convert. The reason being is that people need to trust the solution they're buying when it comes to privacy and security, especially at your $130 price point. Trust is very hard to build, but that's the industry you're in. You're in the trust industry. You need to explore building trust by getting your product into the hands of security professionals and like tech media publications. You need already trusted sources writing about your product and recommending it and vouching for you. You need to be able to point people to these pieces in your marketing collateral and have these sources drive customers to you. It sounds like you're targeting consultants and independent contractors. If you're going for like enterprise businesses or larger clients, you need to expand how you'd be thinking about approaching these people. It isn't necessarily the individual you be marketing towards, but the decision makers, the CTOs, uh, chief te- technology officers, uh, other people like that at these companies. With your market being individual professional consumers, you need to build your testimonial base and your reputation in the industry. There's no way I'm trusting my computer and business's security to an unproven, unrecognized product that I saw on Instagram. Now, LinkedIn may be a good avenue for you to build awareness among professionals, but only after you have some social proof. You could start adding people you think would be ideal customers now to your personal LinkedIn. That's not your uh, company page. So that they see a future post from you. But don't start pushing your product until you have everything else in place beforehand. Tom, I know uh, I didn't give you the answer you're looking for there. Yes, you know, social media, it could work. Potentially, you should still be on it uh, regardless of the uh, lack of privacy on there. But realistically, for your product, I know you're looking for uh, what the magic bullet, the channel you should be focusing all your time and money on. But honestly, I think what you got to do is you got to build that trust. Without that foundation, your business isn't going to go as far as you want to. Yes, you can get some click-through rights through pay-per-click, and yeah, through social media ads, and you may even sell some. But it's going to be an expensive proposition just to get those one-off customers. You are much better served building your reputation, your reliability, and your trust by working with trusted professionals and sources in the media to help talk you up and build you up. Like if I'm looking for a security product or any kind of product, I usually go to wirecutter.com, read the reviews, and see what ones they recommend. And that's who I end up going with. Now, just like you say, you're in the privacy and security business. You know better than anyone the filching schemes, the deceptive advertising that people use to lure people in and give them crappy products or products that are trying to steal their identity. So without that social proof, Tom, what are you offering? How can you tell your customers that they can trust you? They have no idea who you are, and they're clicking a link or an ad to your product for the first time. Now, I know you've probably worked on this great product, but get in your customer's shoes and find out what their decision-making process is like. Go talk to them and find out. Now, I think that's advice that everyone needs to take uh, back into their everyday business. You know, we spend so much time behind our desks coming up with strategies, working on products that we think are going to work because we know the customer, but we don't necessarily know them as well as we think they do. Oftentimes, when you're planning meets reality. uh, That's when the friction starts. So any opportunity that you have to go and actually talk to real people in the world, learn what their problems are, their frustrations, their desires, their needs, go and do that and take it back to inform your marketing strategy, as well as your product design philosophies. So with that, it's time to wrap the show up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you could be so kind to leave this show, the Marketing SOS show, a review or a rating. And whatever podcast player you listen to, whether it's on Apple or Android, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever, it would greatly help me increase the visibility of the show and keep doing this and answering marketing questions for hopefully years to come. If you have a question, like I said earlier, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'm here for you, so you may as well use me. So with that, thank you so much. My name is Eric he, and I am out.